Yeehaw, howdy, boy. No, no. <laughs> I, just try to make, I was just trying to make you spit your water. <laughs> you almost succeeded. Oh, I know. I know. I was expecting you to go in like nice and softly. <laughs> no. It's like ramped up. No, away. I never go in nice and softly, I'm afraid. It's always <laughs> rough and cut and, and whatnot. <laughs> okay, I didn't mean it like that, but yeah. <laughs> Howdy, and welcome to Dissident Waves. I'm Nave, and I'm joined, of course, by my good friend and co-host, Sam. Hello. Say howdy, Sam. Hey, um, howdy. And, <laughs> and today's episode, we're, we're going to talk about the one, the only, the real horror game. Alien. Oh, yeah. Isolation. No, oh, okay, okay. I'm, I'm done being dramatic, but seriously, it is, it is a really great game. It's one of my <laughs> favorites, and I think it is genre defying defining defying no it's genre defining it doesn't defy the, the genre, genre. <laughs> in the fact that it's actually just a walking simulator game <laughs> um, uh, that's a uh, death stranding that one <laughs> yeah oh uh, yes no, it i is. love death stranding. I, that's a great game though yeah great game um but no alien isolation i, I this is this game's a bit special to me it holds a, like a special um play, place in my heart yeah. Um, not just because I, you know, I'm a huge fan of the alien franchise, but this is, this is the first game I've ever played start to finish on Twitch. Yeah. Um, so, and you know, you always remember your first, so, um, <laughs> so, you know, this one's always going to be a bit special to me and, and because it's such a difficult one to complete, not, yeah. not necessarily in the, I mean, the gameplay is challenging of course, but, but like it takes such a toll on you mentally. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yes, it's just, That's right, you, know, you, you start this, this was like a Halloween stream. Yes. Project, right. Yes, it was. I, well, it was actually your suggestion, I think, if I remember correctly. Oh yeah. So we played. I, I played this. Um, I played this last last October, um, and into November last year. And you know, yeah. I I was just starting out on Twitch. I I was really just kind of trying to find my kind of like interests, see what kind of games I like playing. Mm, mm. Um, I've always been a gamer, but you know, it's it. I I've never really thought about games in that way. It, like in terms of like that way until i started it doesn't really make any sense i'm i'm not really making a whole lot of sense but no but, i know what you mean like finding you think about your audience yeah, and, yeah 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 and your niche and whatever but yeah um but yes i i was kind of just starting out and you know obviously halloween time you you kind of everybody's got kind of wants to play some spooky games and mm -hmm. i've always looked at this one and thought i because i love alien yeah you yeah. know i love the franchise so i've always been aware of it it's just i'm a, i'm kind of a baby <laughs> I'm kind of like I love horror films. Oh, I love horror yeah. films. I could watch them all day long. I don't really get scared. I mean, jump scared, sure, but I don't actually feel fear. Yeah, um, because you Games have that kind of detachment. Yeah. yeah, but um, I knew I was gonna struggle with this one because you know when you're playing a game, it's like you you feel like you have a, it's a higher stake because you're the yeah. one that's controlling the character. Like, it's yeah, way more gonna, immersive, isn't it? Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. so. So I, I was kind of sitting on the shelf and it was, I think, in the Game Pass. So it was kind of sitting on the Game Pass uh, yeah, shelf right. and I was just looking at it thinking mm, maybe mm. one day. But <laughs> then, you know, October rolled around and you said, you know, this is this could be a really fun one to play. And, and damn, you were right. <laughs> um, as always. <laughs> but but yeah, no, we picked it up and yeah, never looked back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it, was, it was an iconic. It was an iconic one to play. Definitely. Yeah, because I, I I remember like um, watching your a, a lot of these like streams that you did for this game, mm. and um, I I seem to remember like I don't know how true this is, but I feel like a lot of 
people started coming into your streams mm. for this game because I think it was like obviously the Halloween timing. People are yeah. looking for like this kind of scary games to watch. But there was um. I'm sure you'll yes. remember their name. TP83. Shout out to TP83. Yeah. Thank you for getting me through that fucking game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And reminding always... me to, yeah. look f- to keep looking for the fucking blueprints. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember they were like in the chat, like mm. so much interacting with you and like, like you said, helping you out. Mm. And uh, like every time I, I would like tune in, TP was in there. Yes. Like, he had they had your back like, yeah amazing. they did and <laughs> laughed at me as well <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. the, th- the fun thing about um that is it is a game that draws people in draws and a lot of um people that don't aren't, don't necessarily follow you um don't really know your channel this might be the first time they're engaging with you yeah um because it's one of those games where it's it's really fun to watch no matter who's playing because yeah, yeah. Although some people are more prone to being jump scared, some people are more prone to screaming, not naming any names. Um, <laughs> some and some people are more focused and whatever. But the the deaths are still always funny because they're unpredictable. Yeah, um, yeah, they really are in this game. Like, mm. you, you, like God, I swear the amount of times I, you know, I'm trying to get to like a save point because I don't think this mm. game has auto saves. No, they don't. That, which is like <laughs> that, that's so good. That really, um, for me, that takes me back to like earlier resident evil games Mm. because in those games you have the typewriters which is Mm. like where you do your manual saves Mm. and and you know back in the early games that was the only way you save your game so if Mm. you die on your way to a typewriter you've (laughs) lost so much progress (laughs) (laughs) yes yes i i do i mean i do recall losing a lot of progress a lot in a lot of silly ways and that's that's one of the i mean we'll talk about it but that's one of the that's one of the great features of the game you know it's annoying but it's one of the great features of the game yeah Um, yeah it it adds the ambiance um definitely before we actually talk about the game because i mean we that's that's why we're here for obviously Mm. you know that's what that's what i want to talk about but can we just like pay a little bit of homage to the, the the series um obviously we don't want to talk oh, about definitely. it too much but like yeah alien the original especially yeah like yeah has to be i mean well first of all sigourney weaver that was some of, that was some of a bit of an awakening for me personally um <laughs> but her and jonesy taken honestly the two of them oh taking on taking on the xenomorph i feel like that is an iconic moment in cinematic history it's literally like i would say probably so top five horror films ever made Oh god, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's just up there. like yeah, and that's and you know, I mean, I love I love this franchise as a whole. I mean, it's had its ups and downs. Um, yeah, it kind of, you yeah. Know, it obviously starts as a spa- sci-fi horror, like genuine tr- true horror, yeah, um, film, and like, it kind of morphs a bit into like sci-fi action. <laughs> would you mm-hmm. say? And yeah, then, oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, with aliens. Yeah, yeah, which is fun. One. Which is certainly fun. I'm yeah. not I'm not throwing any shade um, or hate. I, I do enjoy the sequels. It's just you know, they then it's not the same. I would say they, yeah. they do a genre. They do it like a genre shift, and they do that. I think to be fair, I think you could say they do that with the prequels as well. They kind of shift away from even the action and move towards like sci-fi mm, adventure. Maybe I would say. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's yeah. got it's got its jump scares and it's got its uh, you know they, it's definitely has aliens, but um, yeah, yeah. But it's it's it again, again is another shift in genre, which is fine. I'm there's nothing wrong with that. It's just yeah, you know, this first one is so groundbreaking, and I think. Yeah, you know, definitely. for me, that's one of the reasons I really love this game because this game really captures the feeling of the of the original film. Oh my god! I mean, yeah, yeah, it's definitely. on a much larger scale, and you know, mm. in terms of like this this ship that you're on, the station you're on, it's a much larger. 
um but yeah. it's got the same you know, like feel you're being hunted you're like isolated would you have it would you believe it's actually isolation <laughs> what? um i know <laughs> unbelievable um but like yeah you genuinely it genuinely feels like it fit it meshes with the first film so well yeah that, like one yeah. one of um or oh, our friend um addison who mm. i um have another podcast with mm. uh, the tepper take mm. he I, shout out tepper take shout out tepper take <laughs> little plug there <laughs> little plug hey <laughs> but i think he was talking about this game on that um, he was podcast he yeah was. and he like raises a good point where he said he says something about like this game is in some ways a better sequel to the first one in terms of like mm. how it feels like in terms of like you know, like we said it's more of a horror sci-fi horror yeah. again whereas aliens is is a, it's a cool sequel it's, and i like yeah, that they tried something different it's really fun but but it's definitely a different genre mm. like you said it's more action and this is where this would horror. be more of a kind of like a consistent not consistent but it's like um what would you say it's like what's it's a c word i can't remember it <laughs> brain <laughs> brain is brain is ended <laughs> it's it's a c uh, word. <laughs> con, con congenuity continuity 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 that's it yeah. hey, hey there we go <laughs> nave doesn't know how to speak english and as you would know if you've ever tuned into any of my streams i do not respect the english language um it is merely the tongue i speak um it does i do not owe it deference <laughs> but anyways yes continuity yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah it's got continuity with the original film and Definitely. i think yes i think in ways I, I you know you guys were right it is it is a better sequel in, in that respect yeah, um, but you know we we love we love the franchise as a, as a whole. I mean, mm. ups and downs. I mean, yeah, it it takes a it takes a village, I guess, <laughs> um, <laughs> to raise a franchise. And you know, I yeah. feel, I feel like it's good to experiment with different things. But, but having said that, you know, the they did break just... the mold with the first one, and yeah. this game is a very very um, faithful kind of plot. faithful yeah sequel to that and i i yeah. really appreciated that aspect yeah um yeah i would say you know this game it it really it really captures it really captures the elements of the of the, of the first film and that is like just anxiety if if you in a word yeah. it, well in two words isolation and anxiety yeah. literally like they could have called it alien anxiety but <laughs> yeah. but maybe, maybe they didn't want to maybe they didn't want to go with aa i don't know um <laughs> with the alliteration <laughs> yes i don't know but literally it either works to be honest everything every aspect of this game um i feel was designed so well to maximize like how anxious you would feel playing it yeah definitely. um you know you breaking it down it's like you know you get the score the music is fucking tense yes, literally yeah. it's so tense and then it you know sometimes it's it builds and builds tension because the aliens around you which you mm. know is obviously great but then sometimes it just does it as well so you never really know you never really yeah. know what the music means. It doesn't mean that you should feel tense, but it, it doesn't matter what if it means anything because the the end result is the same. You're gonna you feel like that heightened tension, yeah, anxiety. He, you're like looking around, like, oh my god, am I about to die? You know, is yeah. it coming? I find like this game um, has an amazing um, like what you call it, like sound design, where mm. it's like you know you hear like little clocks clangs yes the banger and yeah, yeah little bangs in the distance or in a, a ventilation yeah, shaft so in, and you're like is that the xenomorph or <laughs> yeah this is the thing is like you're thinking you think like arguably you know 
it could just be air moving through the vent. Yeah. Or yeah. it could be this killer monster alien that's been hunting you. <laughs> yeah. Like you never really know. And I think that is such so genius because it does mm. genuinely feel like the entire time you're playing it, it genuinely feels um it feels like you are being hunted i mean that's, yeah, that's oh, yeah, i yeah. think that's the point but like yes yeah. it's it's not just the music it's it's the the general sound design like the 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 ambient yeah. noises yeah um, also the lighting the flickering oh, God, yeah. um yeah. the flickering of sevastopol like it's it's just because everything's falling to shit basically um <laughs> and yeah, so n n nothing's working as it should be. You know, the lighting no. is kind of um, hit and miss, and that really adds to it because you can't really always tell clearly what's down the corridor you're walking. Yeah, um, yeah. Or, you know, things are flashing, and it's just, yeah, it, it really adds to that. Mm. Um, also, though, it's not just all those. All those things are great, and they, they add to it, but it's the actual, the thing that really got me was the crafting system. The crafting yeah. system and the hacking mechanisms, like they're two parts of the same coin in my in my opinion, like two sides of the same coin. Like on the on the one hand, for that for the hacking, you know, you have to you go. I I'm, by that I mean like not just like the you get this little Game Boy looking thing. Um, oh, like the, right. I can't yeah, access yeah. tuner. I think they call it. Um, <laughs> you know that that you use to unlock certain doors, but there are yeah. other doors that you have to unlock using other tools. Like yeah, I think you get like an ion torch and like yeah uh, i think yeah. you get like a wrench and stuff something they have a lot they have a very wide variety of different like mini games kind of that you have to kind of do yeah. to unlock certain doors but definitely and that's that's cool because it keeps it really fresh you never really know and i think that's the point you never you, you don't really know what you're going to be heading into as you're approaching the door necessarily mm. i mean you do with the ion torch and that sort of thing that's all the same but um with the access tuner there's a couple different kind of like hacking mini games you have to do yeah definitely. and the the point of all of those is it does not pause the game. It yeah. does not pause the game. You go up to the door. You're tr you know you're like crouching. You're walking. Whatever. You're not running because we don't run in this game. Um, <laughs> no. You you're crouching. You you're die. walking up to the door. <laughs> you know the things behind you because it's mauling on some people. Mm. It's mauling on people or it's like running about. You can hear it in the vents. You could hear it behind you, and you're trying in live time. To try and match these characters that are not in real life, these like characters that uh, were created for the Alien franchise, and you know those little, you know, they look like a language, but it's not a language. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like, those little, yeah, like, icons. that's right. You're trying to match them up um, while also <laughs> hold holding the tuner in a very specific way, or you're trying to like do skill checks and hit the pin when it like is dashing across the screen at this yeah. right moment. Or even like the ion torch where you're like trying to like not saw, but like burn off um, oh, yeah, metal yeah. plating. You have to you go have to like around. around. Exactly. Yeah. And all these things take time. Time you do not have. And yeah. and also they more important than the time taking because that's something. But more important that they make noise. So the yeah. moment you start doing that, it can hear you if it's close oh, and it's God, coming yeah. for you. Yeah. Um, so I think that is such an ingenious. I mean, it's very frustrating as a player. It's very frustrating, but yeah. it's very ingenious because it it really makes you feel like you're never safe. That you're yeah. never going to be able to stop and take a breather. This yeah. is not two towers. We're not orcs <laughs> bringing the hobbits to Isengard. There is no time to get a fire started. We have to get this door open and crack on. Like you have no time to stop. Like there's no. There's no, there's, <laughs> you're gonna have to be eating maggoty bread from three yeah, stinking days. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna have to put up with the fucking moldy ass bread. Yeah, maggoty, <laughs> maggoty bread. 
yeah for as long as it takes and, and to be honest the game does feel like it takes three three stinking days <laughs> um but it's a long it, game isn't it it's a very long game um but on the other on the other side of that coin as well is is the crafting mechanism because you know in the game you get you get um you get a handful of different tools that, you know, are going to help you survive basically. Um, yeah. And it's what you would think, you know, you get a med kit, you can, you get med kits, flares, other kind of distraction things like um, noisemakers. I don't know why I was doing that. I'm calling, I'm calling Jonesy. <laughs> um, you, can you get, get noise... Jonesy in this game as protection. <laughs> oh, can you imagine? I would live. I would, that, Throw that would the cat. An emotional support cat is what I actually needed in this game. To be fair. <laughs> I think if I had that, I would have gotten through a little easier. <laughs> um, maybe they should make a special level, like, um, like an easy mode when you get like a little emotional support cat. <laughs> Just hold a, yeah, a little cat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The whole game. <laughs> yeah. But you get like, yeah, you get like, um, yeah, those kind of things like noisemakers, smoke bombs, flashbangs, whatever that you can, you can make when you like pick up some blueprints you find around the game or on the station. Yeah. Um, you, you know, you collect scrap and that sort of thing, like mm. little things to build things and all those help you survive you know they help you out of a a, a pinch you know whatever yeah but when you craft those it does not pause the game no, so you no. could be sat there crafting something and she could be running down that corridor right after you you do not have the luxury of like a pause button i mean there is a pause button but it, but there's not a luxury of a pause button that's functional in that sense you know what i mean yeah 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 um, I, I swear like wasn't there um I think this is your stream when you were halfway through like hacking through a door or something <laughs> the first fucking door the first fucking door i'm so again this this is a very sweary podcast episode i'm afraid <laughs> um hey what do you do um yeah. the first the first door you meant to use the access tuner on i was gutted literally i was halfway through it and i could hear her steps coming up behind me big bomb 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 fee fi fo fum steps and she's coming up behind you and then all of a sudden i looked down and bam tail right through my torso oh my I god i mean she basically pegged me basically <laughs> um but yeah no what that, a way to go it was and th to, to tell the truth um shout out to my friend um mavericorn uh he's been playing it at the minute so i'm kind of reliving mm. it through him at the minute and yeah I, at the exact same spot he got that as well that he no got that treatment as well yeah so oh um so it wasn't just me but yeah <laughs> but yes there, happens it, to the best of us it happens to the best of us and the worst of us um <laughs> and everybody in between um <laughs> but yeah no it is it is very much like that throughout the game you kind of have to kind of just try not to let that distract you you need to be focused on yeah what you're doing which is very hard to do when you're starting out because you're like in, you're just trying to survive yeah um, yeah but you, I think you do get better over time. I think you pick it up and you kind of just crack on with the with with the with the stress. Mm -hmm. um, and it's the same way, you know, when you you have to look at certain, you have to read certain things or do certain things on the computers, and um, and it's it's very much that doesn't pause the game either. Nothing pauses the game. Um, yeah. you're basically that's it. Um, <laughs> that's it. And I think that's such a great aspect of it though, because yeah. it really heightens your anxiety. You don't feel rested. You don't feel at peace and you no, shouldn't, no. you should no. not feel peace. You're being hunted by the perfect organism. Yeah. You should yeah, not yeah. feel peace. So as, I mean, as frustrating, mean, it was very frustrating. I died in a lot of ways this, doing this, especially the hacking of the doors, but yeah, yeah, but it serves a function, so I forgive that because yeah, not, exactly. You know, you can t when you're when you're doing it, you when you're playing it, you you really do as frustrated as you might get with a certain aspect of it. 
you do kind of know if that was a design choice and it was intentional. Yeah. I was and just it serves a function. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just about to say, like, um, you know, there's a difference between, like, losing in a game because of bad game design mm. and losing to a game because of, like, good or functional mm. game design. Like, you, mm. like um, uh, an example that comes to mind is uh, the kind of, like, the Soulsborne games. Oh, how, yeah. Like, they're difficult, but... There is a method to the madness. Um, mm. You know, even like I've played these games, I get really frustrated when I, you know, get killed by a boss. And mm. yeah, it is frustrating, but you kind of mm. go, okay, right, I, I understood what I did wrong there. Or, yes, and you learn. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's not like just the, the level design's bad. <laughs> yeah, it's not just brutal for the sake of brutality. It's, it's, yeah. It is brutal, but it's also like it teaches you. To, yeah, to, yeah. to approach things differently, to think Definitely. creatively. And, oh, I don't know why I said that that way. <laughs> creatively. <laughs> creatively. <laughs> Again, no respect Cre to the English creatively. language. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, it teaches you to kind of think outside the box and, and change your tactics if it's not working. Mm. Which mm -hmm. I, th you know, it, it really is good because it, I mean, in, in ways it also taught me how to use certain, you know, to rely on certain of the tools because I'm, I'm really, I'm not a great gamer. Um, I'm not selling my stream here, but I'm not, I'm not really a great gamer. But um, so I tend to like ignore certain things like uh, tools they give you. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and then yeah, wonder yeah. why I suck so bad. But um, <laughs> but this game, I yeah, no no chance. I I literally, you know, you, you can only get stuck so many times before you decide. No, actually, I do need to start throwing some smoke bombs and some flash yeah. bangs and doing some strategic. Use the tools that are available yeah. to you. <laughs> yes, um, modern modern problems require modern solutions, and by that I mean <laughs> if there are a group of hostile people in front of you, why not throw a flashbang? Let her take them out. <laughs> <laughs> it's brutal but hey i gotta survive yeah but, survival of the fist <laughs> but and that and that kind of leads me to like the other aspect because like i said this game is very it you know it's designed to make you anxious but it's also designed to make you feel isolated and it's mm. i'm not being funny as i'm not being tongue-in-cheek like yes it's alien isolation but they, they do genuinely mean that like yeah you are pretty much alone the whole game there's a couple times where like you might meet a certain person or a group of people but it's very brief and they're not really going to help you um mm -hmm. they're just a very they're a crutch to kind of teach you something in the tutorial but that's yeah. essentially it like you are alone and you're you have to rely on yourself basically um and it's it's actually it's really crazy because there are other people on the station mm -hmm. but they're all hostile because you know when when all of this is happening all they know is that people are dying horrific yeah. deaths and they're being brutalized they don't know that there's an alien. They, as far as they yeah. know, they, their aliens don't exist because yeah, yeah. Um, you know most people don't you know have never even heard of a xenomorph. Yeah, um, yeah. And all they know is people are dying. Well, who's likely to be killing people? Other people in their yeah. mind because that you know um, yes, there's other things on the on the station, but you know this is very brutal. This is you know something maybe a serial killer serial killer is doing. Who knows? Mm. Um, so it's very much stranger danger. They you know if they don't know you, you're getting shot yeah um, right yeah yeah and yes that's yes that's a, like an aspect of the game in the sense that it's meant to challenge you um as part of the gameplay but it's also in my mind a way to really isolate you because mm. you want to you see these people right and you just want to like go up to them and shake them on the shoulders and say listen you idiots there's a fucking alien here and it's <laughs> trying to kill all of us and yeah. if we don't work together we're all going to die because yeah if you think yeah if you think about it, I mean, humans are very social creatures, right? Mm. We evolved to be very social. We, we've evolved to be in social groups and to be very intelligent. And yeah. both of those things 
helped us get to the top of our food chain, right? Mm-hmm. So when we're faced with a challenge like, like this, who's basically challenging us to be on the top of the food chain, and to be honest, the Xenomorph wins. But, um, but if we were going to fight that challenge, it is very much like you have to rely on what you were evolved to do. You were yeah, evolved to yeah. be clever and to work together. Yeah. So yeah. the fact that like you can't just work with these people and like strategize and do something like make something happen is really isolating because you you're like you're cut off not just from like the outside world but from all the people in the station like you're just yeah you're, you're on your own and that's it and kinda no one's against, here to help you it kind of goes against like your instinct as well it does doesn't it? like your yeah. human instinct as yeah like, like yeah you said to kind of team up and work together mm-hmm. like kind of almost adds to that frustration that it we were does. talking about earlier where it's like oh my god like come on like stop trying to kill me yeah it's exactly that and i think to be, i don't know if that that last aspect was a, an intentional design choice or if it was just you know something that you know they didn't think through but it, it serves the point anyway is it like yeah but it it does really for me it really added to the experience I'm, i was like hey you people why aren't you helping me listen i know what i'm fucking talking about um but yeah you can't you I've can't seen do some it things i've seen so i've seen a lot of terrible things on the station um but no you can't you can't um you can't you can't talk to them and that you know they, they shoot first and ask no questions um yeah. so that that is a very frustrating aspect of it um i i am just aware that we haven't really i mean I, we've kind of just assumed a lot we haven't really did a like a quick like little breakdown of what the game's about <laughs> oh they're like the synopsis uh, yeah i was so excited to talk about um <laughs> about that i mean you to be fair uh i don't think you need to know a whole lot i mean no. it's, it's kind of in you know it's intuitive you're you're in a station and you're trying to uh, survive an alien um you probably do need to know a little bit more for when we when we talk about um when we deep dive into you know the game and the world mm. and whatnot um also forgot to say spoiler warning obviously not going to talk about the specifics of the ending or anything like that um and i'm going to try my best not to um spoil too much but i think when i was thinking about this game and you know where what i wanted to kind of talk to you about sam Mm. i i don't think i can do get talk about some of the things without covering some of the spoilers yeah it's more about it's more yeah but i you know nothing about the specifics of the ending so i mean if you're if you're like me, and I am very much an anti-spoiler guy, yeah. If you're very, if you like me, um, hit save, <laughs> hit save, <laughs> play this game, get traumatized, and then come back in and 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 share listen. the trauma. Yeah, with share the trauma with, with us. us. Um, and yeah. Otherwise, here we go, baby. Um, but I guess yeah. I mean, very quickly, I'll try and be very brief. But it is basically you play as a, a girl named a woman named Amanda Ripley. Yeah. It, this is um. Ellen Ripley's uh, daughter. Yeah. Um, so obviously the main character from the original film and well, all the films, all the main films, um, aside from the, obviously the prequels, but yeah. her daughter basically it takes place between the first and the second films. Yeah, that's right. So, you know, the first film ends, she Ripley and Jonesy are in cryo sleep, mm. drifting off to space, having a nice dream. Um, 15 years later, she's still missing. They don't yeah. know where she is. Um, her daughter's now an adult and she's she's working. Um, she's approached by um, Waylon Yutani uh, and they're like, hey, do you want to go on the ship? We're going to go recover the f- um, flight plans from, from your mother's missing ship. 
obviously she jumps on that opportunity because you know it's been 15 years her mother just she doesn't know what happened to her she just knows she's disappeared randomly something happened to the nostromo and that's about it she just she wants answers because you know you would it's your mother yeah 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 Um, it's your kin yeah so um so she she agrees even though she's a bit reluctant i think um Mm -hmm. because she like her mother she kind of doesn't really trust the androids and she's approached by an android um from from Weyland yutani so she kind of gives him kind of like hmm um kind of like a suspicion um she treats him suspicious like with suspicion yeah um but but she agrees ultimately to go to go along with it and she's accompanied not just by him um but also there's an, another person that Weyland yutani sends along as well i can't quite remember her name now but she doesn't really play a major part in the in the story but she is there um and you're going to to a place called Sevastopol station which is like a well it, it's like a free port basically yeah um, yeah it's literally set in the backwaters of space um <laughs> it doesn't it's not really in a, it's not really in a great state even before you arrive mm. um it's kind of like it's pretty much a shithole basically um <laughs> and we'll talk about we'll talk about that more specifically later but that but yeah. but that's where you're going because that's where uh, the flight recorder has ended up now it's been discovered yeah um so you're gonna you're being sent to re- retrieve it basically for Waylon yutani um you get there and it's not looking good things are blowing up things are not looking good and uh <laughs> from the outside so you 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 pop on your um spacesuit and so does well, the other people and you know you, yeah, y'all are just yeah. gonna make your way to the air dock because you're gonna have to kind of, you can't dock because the dock has i think been blown a little bit <laughs> oh my god um it, it it becomes a it becomes a mess basically yeah but anyways it goes wrong you get separated but somehow you do manage to get on to the station yeah and from there you're basically just trying to survive um you 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 look you're going around looking for people you're not finding anyone you suddenly do find people they start shooting at you mm. you do find the flight recorder it's corrupted it doesn't have any data on it this and isn't going well <laughs> no and then to top it all off you see a fucking alien and you think <laughs> what the fuck is that that's yeah. what's ca- causing all these dead bodies. So now, basically, the rest of the game is you just trying to survive. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And I mean, there's a lot more to it than that, but I'm I don't feel like I'm. We need to go through this those specifics of how you survive, just yeah, in case anybody yeah. hasn't played it. Um. Wants as much uh, or as few spoilers as possible. We'll we'll leave it vague. Yeah. But that yeah that's the that's that's the game, guys. <laughs> You're trying to survive, and there's an alien. Would you have it? um it is such like um just to quickly like jump in mm. with like i love that you play as um uh ellen ripley's mm. daughter because like you know when um you watch aliens mm. it's kind of referenced that that i think mm. um I'm, I'm not sure if this is in the extended version or mm. there's a it does one... reference her because yeah she's, she's dead by the time that's right yeah yeah and i i, I think um even in it's either in the theatrical or the extended version. They kind of like show you um, like a picture of, you know, her as an old lady, and it's kind of like giving, such... it's giving Titanic old lady vibes. <laughs> yeah, it's been eighty four years. Yeah, 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 and it's such like that concept is like crazy, isn't it? Like, like mm. you've outlived your daughter because it's, you've been it's in, like... unnatural. Yeah, yeah, but like not only have you outlived her because you've been in cryosleep, but you're, you she's aged over you but yeah she's yeah. leapfrogged you in a way like yeah she's had a she's had a full life she didn't have kids but she had no. a full life and she's dead now yeah and like can you imagine how i mean it's all i mean poor ripley she she's been through some trauma 
Yeah, um, a little this bit. series, if it's about anything, it's about trauma. <laughs> She's been through some trauma. She she literally survived probably the most terrifying thing you could imagine. Yeah. Somehow yeah. made it out of that. And through some freak accident, got stuck in cryosleep, drifting in space for I don't even know how long. It was like 70 years or something it like must that. Have been. Yeah, it, yeah. It, was, it was a long time, basically. Yeah. Long enough for her daughter to have lived to an old ripe old age and passed away. Yeah. So it's been, it's been quite a long time. And then you wake up from that and you're, yes, you're, you're, you're happy. You're alive. You survived. Sure. But then you realize actually you everything, you, everyone you've ever known is dead now, basically. And <sighs> the only people like, that have ever mattered to you is now dead. So, you know, you're thinking, well, what's the point of surviving then? Because, yeah. you know, my, my daughter's dead. So what's the point really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's such a scary thought. And like, mm. it's like, I give such kudos to the writers of this game mm. to think. Well, who was her daughter? Like, yeah. what could we do there? That's like such yeah. an amazing idea. It and does she fit... get closure? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's yeah. the big question. <laughs> like, it, yeah, it's just such a, a great idea. Like, that could almost be a film in itself. It's, like, yeah, it really could be. Like, it really could be a great film. I mean, it's a, f- a fantastic game. Yeah. I'm glad they made it as a game so I can mm-hmm. partake in it. But it would be a fascinating story as a film. Yeah, definitely. Um, and you know, maybe one day they'll do it. Who knows? Maybe. Really? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Really? You never know. Um, but yeah, no, it's 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 a great game. Um, I don't have a segue for this. <laughs> I was. <laughs> I don't. I don't have a segue for this, Sam. So, as editor, <laughs> good luck. Well, we'll, um, we'll, we'll put a little uh, transition ooh, sound here. Transition sound. <laughs> bloop, 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 bloop. It's time for Nave to do his bit. Um, <laughs> Can I say something that might be a little controversial? Go for it. What if I said to you that the main adversary in this game is not the alien? <gasps> what if I told you it's actually capitalism? <laughs> no, I wouldn't I know. expect anything else I, from you, Dave. I know, I know, I know, I know. But your honor, your honor, please let me make my case. You I'm gonna proceed. make it. I'm gonna make my case. I'm gonna make my case, and at the end of it, you and the listeners, you can tell me I'm full of shit if I haven't convinced <laughs> you. But let me convince you because I genuinely believe this. Playing this, I genuinely believed. You know, yes, I'm trying to survive this alien fuck. Yeah, but re- who's really trying to kill me is these fucking capitalists. <laughs> no, seriously, and, and by and by that I mean specifically Waylon Yutani. Like, yeah. Let yeah. me break it down. And as I was playing this game, you know. In between moments of, te- well, not moments, sheer terror, literally terror. I don't know that I had moments to really think to myself, but yeah, somehow I was still thinking. <laughs> usually <laughs> off, usually once I've set the game down for the night um, and had time to reflect, um, you know, I, I start to think to myself like, okay, yeah, but why is all this happening? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. how did we end up here? And, you know, that that's a big question. And, you know, you could talk about you know, you know you'd, it's really difficult to say, well, how did we get here? Because, you know, what are we talking about? Well, I specifically want to talk about this game. But, you know, some people could say, well, actually, it goes back to the prequels, blah, blah, blah. We're going to skip all that. We're going to sp- uh, specify specifically this game. How did we end up here in this situation where we're fighting for our life against this alien? Mm-hmm. Well, we are contracted by who? Waylon Yutani. To do <laughs> what, Sam? To go get a flight recorder. What's on that flight recorder, Sam, and why do they want it? Well, that flight recorder potentially contains the the f- flight data for the Nostromo. Where'd the Nostromo go? To that creepy-ass fucking moon with the alien ship and the alien eggs. <laughs> Waylon yutani wants that. So they send us to go get it. Right? So we end up there. Right, fine. 
we're, we're contracted to go to, to Sevastopol Station. Sevastopol is a shithole. I mean that not even lightly, like even before yeah. we showed up. I mean, it's obviously a mess for very real reasons when we're there because, you know, there's aliens, there's explosions, what's whatever. It's a mess before then. Like yeah, you learn, yeah. you learn through the, like the Sevastolink, I think they're called the computer thing oh, um, yeah, about the right, situation, yeah. the situation going on at the station It is basically in a backwater. It's yeah. orbiting a gas giant that nobody really visits. There's some nearby moons, but again, there there's not a whole lot of um, human inhabitation there. So there's the the traffic that the station gets because it's a port basically. Yeah. The traffic it gets is very low and it's been declining for years. Yeah. And actually, it's very unprofitable. So they, you know, the 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 holder, whoever owned it, I don't think they made it really clear who owns the Vastable Station before. No, um, no. They. They started shutting it down. Basically, they were tearing it apart. I think it was going to be demolished, basically, because it's not yeah. profitable anymore. So yeah. it was. I'm assuming. I don't know if they specify it, but I think the idea was that they would probably turn it to scrap or something, okay. um, and try and reclaim some some money from it, um, yeah. thinking it was pretty much a failed venture. But unbeknownst to you, at the start of the game, <laughs> moment. Not. I don't know about moments, but literally hours. I think they said before you show up. Who buys the station, Sam? Weyland Want to hazard a guess? Yeah. Weyland Yutani <laughs> buys a station. Now, Sam, why would Weyland Yutani, a very powerful, very wealthy corporation whose focus is on acquiring profit, buy a station that is n- not running a profit and has no medium to even long term uh, projection of running a profit? Why would they do that, Sam? They're doing that because they want to acquire what's on the station. Yes, the flight recorder. Sure. Secondary, there's another ship as well. Um, it's part of the story. I won't go too much into it, but they also know where this a, this moon is, this alien moon, alien ship, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But also, they want to acquire the alien because they knew it was there. Yeah, they knew the right. alien was there. They knew before we got there that it was there. They had reports. That's why they bought it. <laughs> they want to acquire and it's a, it's a it's a running thing throughout the um film so it's not really a huge surprise but the the Weyland yutani <clears throat> corporation is trying to acquire the xenomorph right yeah they want yeah. it there's a lot of speculation on what they would do with it but i think the the main consensus is they'd probably um go into like uh, sell it as like a bioweapon um, yeah weaponize cause you, it and, yeah because you know yeah. there's <laughs> there's very few industries as profitable as war so um <laughs> yeah so that that is i think the idea is that they would sell it as a bioweapon so they're trying to acquire that right yeah so they they send us there to acquire that they buy the station to help to ma- help make that happen they contact the colonial marshals um who run security allegedly for the station basically the 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 station cops and say your job i we're we're your boss now and they're like oh cool 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 that's cool um because we serve and protect um capital so that's great um (laughs) they said your job is to capture this alien so that we can collect it and they do try that but then they become it becomes very clear very early on to the to, to the colonial marshals, both the, the captain waits, um, but also the rest of them that actually that's not going to happen. This mm. thing is not like a rabid animal. It is a hunter and a killer. Like you, yeah. you're not going to capture it. And yeah. they lost a, quite a lot of people trying to do that. Mm. So he kind of went off, off um, a bit spoiler here. Sorry. He kind of, kind of went off script and decided actually, no, I survival is more important to me than this. We're going to just try and kill it or, or jettison it or capture it some other way but not not for Waylon. we're just trying to survive basically yeah 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 
so that aspect for Waylon failed. But one of the other aspects of buying Sevastopol Station meant they got to acquire the AI Apollo that runs the station. And mm. with it, all the androids. When they, when they purchased Sevastopol Station, they rewired the AI to set the primary objective to be securing the alien. Yeah. Um, so they set, then that, that's what the, that's the task they set the androids. So there, there was that. But then when it became clear that things were getting out of hand, they still wanted to obviously keep the station intact, keep the aliens there so they can at some point collect them. Yeah. Or try to at least. Um, but they didn't want anyone outside the station knowing about this. So then they set a task for the androids to just start indiscriminately killing people um, because they didn't want anybody to be able to radio for help. So at some point, all the androids go hostile for that reason. Um, and yeah, basically, it's it's gone to shit and it's all Wayland yutanis fault. They're <laughs> literally organi- organizing all this. Now, I yeah. know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. Um, okay, yes, one big evil corporation is doing some nefarious shit that is not that's not that's not new in alien as a mm, franchise mm, mm. it's certainly not new in sci-fi as a as a as a concept that's a very normal thing how can you possibly put this on capitalism well hold on i'm not done yet you're <laughs> listening to a podcast you think but really you're in a yoga lesson get ready to stretch baby um, <laughs> get ready to stretch first of all i want to talk about why they want to acquire this alien right yeah. They want it for profit. That's the main reason, right? They yeah, want to yeah. profit from it, but not just not just in the sense of selling it. They want to own the concept. They want to own the intellectual property rights to the xenomorph. Yeah. They want to get there before any other corporation does so that they're the sole person, sole person, sole corporation that yeah. can profit from this new IP, basically. That's fucking um, crazy, isn't it? To think of like yeah. an organism as an IP. Like it is. It is, but it is so it's it's not that far fetched. I mean, there's a lot of allegories to that in real life. I mean, mm. I mean, not not organ. I mean, possibly organisms, but um, yeah. but other things as well. Um, we see, you know, we see a prioritization of profit and intellectual property rights. Quote, yeah. quote air quotes there. Um, <laughs> kind of being placed above the the needs of people, literally. Yeah, to, yeah. Even if it even in matters of life and death. I mean, obviously we don't have xenomorphs chasing us around the earth, but we do have very real life and death situations where, you know, um having some something, some profit, you know, foregone or yeah. uh intellectual property rights waived would save potentially millions of people's lives. Yeah. Um, you see that especially in medicine. I mean, I mean, if you think about the COVID, um, COVID I mean, obviously it's not gone yet, but, you know, um, back in the heyday <laughs> yeah. when the vi- when the vaccines were first being produced, um, obviously, you know, there was a handful of corporations that were producing these, Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson & Johnson. Yeah. Um, and they basically had the monopoly share of the vaccines, right? Yeah. Um, and there was a few others in other countries, but the ma- vast majority in terms of quantity being produced were produced for those companies. Right. Yeah. And it was very clearly understood by not just scientists, not just uh, media people. It was literally common sense that if we don't get the vaccines out to everybody, mm. um, it's going to allow the virus to continue to circulate. And yeah. as it circulates, continue to well kill people, but yeah. also continue to mutate threatening the, even the viability of a, vi- a vaccine right? yeah 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 so what did they do they literally did not give any of these to third world countries or uh, well third world countries is what they would call them i suppose um yeah. the global south 
basically yeah, yeah, Africa. Yeah. They were all saying, oh, well, they'll get them by 2024, 2023. Well, okay. Um, yeah, but you don't understand by denying them access to these. It's a threat to us as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they, prior, they, they knew that and they knew that. But they prioritized, and I say they, I mean, not just the corporations, but the governments that, um, that you know, govern over them, the U.S. specifically, but also Britain as well, mm. uh, said very, very clearly, we're not waiving patent rights, even though we could have easily at a stroke waived patent rights so that other countries can just, you know, we, we here's the recipe. Yeah. Produce. Have at it. Yeah, um, yeah. But no, we couldn't do that because we need to have that profit. We need oh to get every, God, every yeah. penny you could possibly squeeze out of this because of intellectual property rights and that's very i mean it's 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 kind of an example but it's it it is what's kind of going on here they yeah. want the intellectual property of this alien yeah. they want to be able to sell it they want the profit and they don't give a shit how many people die mm. because at the end of the day profit before everything else yeah and that's capitalism that it wouldn't matter if it was Weyland yutani or if it was any other corporation they would all acted exactly the same yeah um they would have all done the same exact thing if they had the opportunity Weyland yutani just happened to be in the position to do that but mm -hmm. any other corporation in the capitalist system would do that yeah. um, because that's what they're motivated for profit yeah. really um but there's also one aspect one other aspect of this situation that i thought to myself this could really only be happening under capitalism um i mean there's there are there are certain things you can't control mm. humans are very curious we're very curious by our nature if yeah. we see an alien egg, I guarantee you at least one person is going to be goofy enough to go up and touch it and get <laughs> get it sucked on their face. It's going to happen. It doesn't matter, you know, what your <laughs> political economic system is. That's going to happen because that's what humans do. Um, so you can't really control for that. Yeah. But we had like a perfect storm on Sevastopol Station. You had uh, you had the alien on the one hand caused by human curiosity. That's a disaster you can't control. That could happen at any time. Um, but you also have the disaster of capitalist economics. So, like I said, Sevastopol Station was a shithole, right? It was mm. very unprofitable. And what's the first thing corporations do when they're trying to maximize profit? Well, the first thing they do is try and squeeze wages down. Because that's, you know, w wages are a fraction of the, you know, any unpaid wages is, that's what profit is. Profit yeah. is unpaid wages. Um, so, you know, people working... For a corporation, it doesn't matter what it is. People working in any job, you're generating profit. You're gen generating surplus value, yeah. and the per the the people who own those corporations, they're giving you a slice of it, very very small fraction, and they're taking the rest of the value that you're creating and doing whatever your job is. It doesn't matter if you're a, if you're literally creating some some physical object or you're moving things around. You're you're part of you're part of the, the cogs. You're like you're a cog in the wheel, and you know it it all adds up to something. Mm. But anyways, they're taking that away. So when they're unprofitable or when they're trying to maximize profits, the first thing they go for is wages. And they did that on Sevastopol Station. They replaced all the workers or the, almost all the workers, all the human workers with androids. That's yeah, automation. Right. That's automation, baby. We see that all the time. And automation. So Self-checkout. Exactly. It's the self-checkout. <laughs> it's the, you know, the self things. And, and it's I'm not saying I'm not going to even say that it's a bad thing. Automation is in, in a vacuum. It's not a bad thing. Mm -hmm. um, it's only bad under situation of capitalism because in 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 the economic system we live in you and i have to work for a wage or we will not have a house we'll yeah. have no shelter we'll have no food we'll have no heat well, i mean we might not have that now anyways but we'll have <laughs> no electricity no health care nothing all of our basic needs are tied directly to our employment yeah 
And the moment you lose that employment, you lose those the access to reproduce yourself, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And sustain yourself, essentially. Um, that's why automation is bad under capitalism, because with that when some when a when a task is automated under capitalism, like the like this case that meant that would have meant tens of thousands of people or even you know maybe less but it was a huge station tens yeah, of thousands yeah. of workers have suddenly no no job yeah um because it's a much more profitable for the companies to buy a bunch of these androids which yes yeah, a lot upfront a lot of upfront costs but very quickly um pays for itself because yeah. they're no longer paying those wages for tens of thousands of people no. um so you know it's it's a profit maximizing exercise right yeah, and that's yeah. that that has been true of capitalism since the existence of capitalism people um that has been happening since the the industrial that's what the industrial revolution was about the yeah. steam engine creating all these mills and stuff that was to to reduce the amount of um people involved in in creating profit yeah uh, you know yeah. you where you might have had a uh, hundred women or people sitting in um a warehouse running a loom with their feet now you have one machine and a couple people watching over the machine yeah um basically and that that's that's the that's that's a true aspect of capitalism that has always existed you know since the time of you know time capitalism cre was created and it will exist in, as long as capitalism exists mm. and the problem is it takes agency away from pe ordinary people right yeah 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 so when when Weyland yutani bought the station right they said to the androids protect the alien the androids do not have a will of their own. They do exactly what they're told. Yeah. Um, so they did exactly what they were programmed to do because that is what a machine does. Yeah. They said the same thing to the humans and the humans tried to listen because ultimately they, they needed a wage. So mm -hmm. they, they, they need a job. But then they, their actual, the material realities of their situation made them realize that actually, no, we don't have a choice. Our only choice is to survive. Yeah. And our only choice is to get this thing off the station or isolate it from the rest of us so it can't hurt us. Yeah. Um, and that's what they did. If we had a situation where um, there were, one, no corporations able to, to dictate this to either working people or to an Android or AI or whatever, it wouldn't have happened. Or if there was a situation where workers weren't replaced en masse by, by Androids, this also wouldn't happen because, yes, you know, at any point, somebody could have found an alien face hugger, could have gotten impregnated by it, could have created all this havoc, and it could kill all these people. That yeah. is unavoidable in this situation. But what could have been avoided is having a system where people didn't have the agency to say, actually, no, I think I'm going to try and survive or we're going to work together to try and survive. Yeah. And that's one aspect that I thought was really interesting in this game. Yeah. yeah. Um, is it really does. I mean, it's very subtle, but it does really kind of talk about automation and make you think about like, okay, is <laughs> it good? <laughs> I mean, it is, it could be, it could be, but in this particular context and with these, with, with this system, no, mm, probably no. not good. Um, which I thought was kind of interesting because I didn't think I would think about those kind of things while I was being hunted but no they did yeah it, they, i mean i'm a sick individual and these things do occur to me um <laughs> yeah because like, like like you kind of mentioned earlier like um the kind of alien franchise it's always mm. had like a, a very kind of anti-corporate anti-capitalist kind of it message does. um you know like there's the famous scene in the first one where um i think it's ripley comes across the kind of uh she's on like the mother com mm. computer and comes yeah so i the... can't remember what its name was in that one but yes. yeah yeah um and i think like, it might have been called mother actually i think it was yeah i think it, yeah i think they referred to it as mother yeah. um 
but then she comes across the uh, the kind of like the the, the mission objective where it's mm. crew expendable, which is like exactly. a really like haunting moment, and then um, which leads to the uh, android and that start starts to um, attack her. I think mm. is the following scene trying to shove a thing a magazine down her throat. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, the thing is that is obviously and that that goes that that carries through all of the alien franchise. That that's an aspect that is always addressed. I mean, uh, objectively, it's a horror film. Yeah, but it yeah. also has there's more to it than that i mean there's yeah. these things i mean you don't they don't shove it in your face um they don't no. go on about it for 25 minutes as i probably just did but um but they, <laughs> but they there, do address right? it it's there yeah. it's, it's 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 a key aspect of sci-fi you know yeah that anything that we create is a reflection of the worlds we live in yeah and yeah, yeah. that was that was as true in 1979 as it is today i mean automation was a thing capitalism was obviously a thing yeah um exploitation of workers uh, and the pursuit of profit over the lives of workers was a thing yeah um it still is a thing um yes it's a, it it is exaggerated in the films in the sense that the machine will literally say people are expendable you wouldn't hear people saying that today you no. wouldn't hear a capital you wouldn't hear a corporation saying that today but they will tr- they will act as if it's true yeah i mean yeah, look yeah. look at look at the i mean i again i it's only because it i mean it is in memory but look at the U.S. reaction, and even to an extent the U.K. reaction um, to COVID is very much, well, yeah, you could die if you are if you have these conditions, but ultimately the, the, we got to crack on with the work. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that was them telling us in almost as many words, you Correct. are expendable. <laughs> profit first. Come on, baby. We need profit. Yeah. Anything else is, you know, secondary. Um, no, definitely. So, I feel like, yeah, like um, COVID. So did I sell you? Did I they, do it? Judge, do I win? Do I win the case? <laughs> You win the case. I win no, the definitely. case. I, I, th- I think that uh, some really good points, like especially the automation side of it. Like that's mm. something I haven't really thought about in this game. Um, but again, I think that's something that, like, like we were talking about earlier, how this game really fits perfectly into this franchise. Because, mm. like, I remember um, kind of going back to the, I guess, like pre-development of this game. Mm. Um, the game that came out before this was a game called Aliens colonial marines all right which was obviously heavily more um in the mm. same vein as aliens the the sequels yeah yeah and i remember the game came out it was really bad fucking buggy as was hell. it yeah oh, really shit. bad game and i remember at the time people like the whole fan base was like crying mm. out for like why didn't you make a survival horror game based mm. in the alien franchise like mm. how has no one thought of this how, idea yeah literally this is like <laughs> okay it's ba- your your most successful alien film was probably the first one yeah commercially yeah. at least i don't i mean i don't know if that's a fact but I'm, i would have thought that's probably their most yeah. most successful one how would you not think to create a game like <laughs> yeah. that like yeah. why did it take you so long uh, yeah the thing it's... it's eight years old now but it holds up it doesn't look oh, yeah. eight years old no. and i think i think a part of that is because of the design choice and it's it's one of the yeah, things the I love about the love about it, the aesthetics this retro futurism i mean it's oh, so funny so Ma- i was watching maverick play and um and he, he found like this, uh, I think it was like a stereo system or a cassette tape or something. Yeah. Uh, not cassette tape, a cassette deck or something. I don't I don't know. I'm not from the 80s uh, or the <laughs> 70s. Um, I am old though. But <laughs> anyways, <laughs> he saw it and he's like, this is really out of place. And it is funny because this is meant to take place in like the 23rd century. Um, yeah. So it is funny, but it, it looks so cool. But and also that like retro futuristic style, it holds up better, I think. Like oh, yeah. it doesn't, things don't look, I mean, as it, it's kind of ironic because it is outdated you there would never be a future that looks like that Um, yeah yeah but because it is so detached i guess from our current vision of the future it's not like 
it doesn't look outdated. But it just it's just in its vein. It's own. It's it's same. in its own lane. Yeah. yeah, but I also think like I think I've seen this um, discussed before. Like, um, obviously, you know, when they were making the film, mm. um, that was kind of what they were going based off the technology they had at the time. As so they yeah. fed into like, well, this is probably what it will be like in the future. Yeah. And obviously, like you said to us now, it's kind of like, well, that's clearly not where we're going. But um, I've. I, Either I've thought this or I've definitely seen it somewhere. Someone uh, made a point where it's almost like um, it's kind of worked in its favor in terms of like mm. what you're saying about the whole um, uh, like capitalist and corporate side of the franchise. You could t- you could totally see um, a corporation being like, OK, what's the most the cheapest, cheapest, uh, but efficient way about that. we could like technology we could use on these ships? Because like you said, to maximize profits, oh, they, they, they don't want to like spend too much on the tech but no. whatever kind of gets the job done that's and it, great and that oh, kind of that's like, a great concept i've never thought about it that way but yeah. that is that is something <laughs> yeah. you got something there you got something there sam <laughs> there we go there we go <laughs> yeah fucking hell that's good maybe maybe yeah. yeah you maybe on these ships it's it's retro futurism <laughs> yeah because like, it's 23rd century technology on the transports for whaling <laughs> well like that's kind of also like because with the um prometheus films mm. it uh, doesn't have the same feel does it no same no, universe but yes way in, more in 200 years before yeah 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 well not too full not a full 200 i think it's like 100 years before so, something like that something so, like yeah. that yeah but like um the fact that you know they've got like all this glossy like fucking holograms and you know, yeah like on on because i think That's wayland it. is in the oh, first film isn't he it? is in the first one yeah yeah so of course he would have like the real fucking oh, high tech like of course and like that's kind of what, how people have explained. Obviously, like we said, we just know that it was made in the seventies, mm. and that was kind mm. of what they had in their heads. But the fact that I, narratively you can kind of explain it, I, I, I love, love that. that as a concept. I love that as a concept, and also there's so much to this series that I feel like, you know, somebody could really do so many video essays on this, and yeah. kind of like so have so many uh, discussions on like the the universe that it builds and obviously our focus is on the game and that you know that's that's a lot to talk yeah. about but but you know there's so much to the series you know there's space colonization under capitalism yeah. there's like yeah, yeah. all this all these things and it's like yeah there's just a lot to talk about but i love i yeah. love that and i've never thought about it i never thought about that aspect of it i just you know <laughs> i was like oh retrofuturism how cool um but yeah oh that's a really cool way to explain oh. it i love that i love that that's, i'm glad that's, i brought you something new <laughs> you did you did that's amazing thank you so much for that yeah. but yeah i i mean i think that's all i had to say to be honest um yeah on on it i i guess my question is well sam as judge as one <laughs> member of the jury has exonerated me no that's not the word has um agreed with my ruling that it is capitalism and the Wayland yutani corporation oh, to blame yeah um i don't know about you guys am i full of shit probably um i'm just appreciate i'm just doing a bit <laughs> i'm doing a bit i love doing this yeah. literally it's a running joke for me and sam everything you know we could be talking about anything and i will always say it's capitalism's fault and to be honest I make a good case. Well, no, I was gonna um, say like most you, of the time, like like you said, it, it has become a bit of like a running joke, and it's like a like a thing that like you're known for. Yeah. But you do make a fucking strong case. Where I'm like, well, yeah, like, I can't, exactly. <laughs> I can't argue against what you've said. Like, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it is. Sometimes it's something like this where it does kind of work in my favor. You know, there are yeah. certain things you could pick out. Um, I'm really excited to do some goofy shit because I could do it about anything, baby. Um, <laughs> I want to see like Pokemon, how far we can we take it. 
<laughs> I definitely we need to do that Pokemon we'll, episode. We'll do a Pokemon episode one day, and you'll 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 really you'll I'll tease it. And you'll think, no, surely this surely he hasn't lost the plot this much. What the fuck is there to talk about capitalism and Pokemon? You wait, baby. Hey. You wait. I'll find a way. It was capitalism that made Mewtwo in my in my. <laughs> oh my god, it is. But we'll save it. We'll save it. We'll save it for the Pokemon episode. Oh my days. Like but yeah, no, that's that's my running bit. So if 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 it annoys you, if if it's not your thing, I completely understand. Please understand, it's just a bit. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it is yeah. true. I do. I mean, I'm talking about some serious things, but like, yeah. I'm not being serious. I'm not. I'm not a very serious person. If you if you've ever seen my streams or hung out with me in person, you know I'm not. I mean, I I love having conversations about these things because it's fun to kind of think about things outside of the box and you know kind of think about how these kind of things um, mirror our own world because everything you know you create is you know, comes from some point in reality, you have to anchor yourself to something. Yeah. Um, and it's just kind of fun to kind of analyze those things, but I'm not being serious. I'm being, no, yeah, I'm a very yeah. goofy person. Um, yeah. I, and I think like, you know, it's like, I find this idea of the podcast is just like, mm. uh, it's a very unique, unique way to look at video games. Cause like, I think we said on, on our last episode, it's so easy to like play a video game, enjoy the gameplay, maybe enjoy a bit of the story. And that's fine. Like that's fine. Yeah, and that's fine. Games. That's enough. That's honestly enough. Especially in the world we live in, where you know, and I, I'm not doing the bit. I'm. I promise, I'm not doing it. I'm not <laughs> in doing this a bit capitalist here. world. <laughs> but it, but there is something to say about that because you know, when you're working 35, 40 hours a week, even more in some cases, mm. um, you know, there doesn't leave you a lot of time in life to just like unwind and do something for fun. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And that that is a design feature. I mean, that's not a that's not a bug. That is a feature of the system. But I won't get into it. But <laughs> that is the point. And so if if you if if you're playing if, if you're using the little bit of time that's allotted to you to recuperate, rest, enjoy life, and you're playing a game and you're not thinking about it, you're genuinely just having fun. That is so good. That's enough. Mm, that's mm. that's me a lot of the times, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's me most of the times. Most of the time I'm gaming, I'm not thinking deep thoughts. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's I'm my go-to. Like, okay, yeah. what game can I play today? <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. It's like, how can I forget the fact that I'm a wage slave? <laughs> um, but in, <laughs> anyways, so no, I, that's enough. But it is fun having these kind of conversations. It's something we've always done, uh, uh, you know, uh, in, off, we've been friends for a air. long time um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Over, and i've only said that once now. this time yeah i've only <laughs> said it once this time i said it like four times in the last episode did, yeah. but, it's, but it's true yeah, yeah um, it's a fact it's true it's a fact um <laughs> it's we've been friends a long time there's two times now um and <laughs> more, yeah we've had, we've we've had these conversations uh, you know i want to say air. off stream off air um <laughs> off the waves off the waves um, the, yeah. you know it's just it's a natural thing that we we always do and it's it's really fun to share these kind of things with other people yeah, whether definitely. they whether they <laughs> they laugh or i don't know um if they get something out of it it's fun yeah. I, I hope you enjoy it i mean feel free to let us know what you think because ultimately yes it's a conversation between me and sam at the minute but but you know, it's also your conversation as well. You're you're yeah. obviously a listener, but you know, we're we're here. We're real people. Yeah. Um. You could send us your thoughts if they're bad thoughts. Well, maybe keep them to yourself, but that's fine. <laughs> um. We welcome anything else. Um. Yeah. No. Definitely. Yeah. I I I hope we uh offer a unique take on on game reviews and you know it's it's very oversaturated out there with game reviews, but I hope we found an angle. That's a bit more original, I guess, and uh, yeah, I hope you, I, yeah, I hope the audience enjoys it. I hope so too. I think we do, but I hope I hope so. Yeah. Um, 
and yeah, if anything else, I hope this has persuaded you to play Alien Isolation. And if you do, Definitely. and if you do, well, you should play it full stop. But if you are playing it, you should stream it. Yeah. And you should let me know because I love, oh man, I love watching people play it. I was saying to Sam before we started tonight that um, I, I genuinely will, if, I, if, I'm, if I'm at work, I'll usually watch people stream. Um, yeah. just as something to pass the time while I'm yeah, working yeah. and it's like a good um, background kind of exactly. Yeah. And if, if no one that I know is on, I will often just go to like the alien isolation category <laughs> and just pick a random person because it's, I know it's going to be funny. Yeah. I know it's going to be funny and full of screaming and jump scares and, uh, and it's fun to see how, you know, cause people react to stress differently. Yeah. Um, yeah. for me and I'm telling you now, Sam, if that fucking scream ends up in this episode post edit i know where you fucking live um we'll see we'll see yeah mm. um i'm a Give screamer me the idea now. <laughs> i'm a screamer so that's how you know i was screaming i was shouting i was literally it was you could tell i mean don't you, you don't do it sam but you could tell if you witnessed it you could tell that it was genuine fear but you know other people have other approaches some people do other things some people yeah but you could always tell so it's really fun for me to see how people react to that stress so yeah please play the game please stream yeah. the game Please entertain me. If yeah. I've entertained you, please entertain me. It's quid pro quo, baby. We There's a legal term for you. There's a legal term for you. We got some Latin in the Latin in the episode tonight. <laughs> I don't think I said it right, but that's fine. It's the thought that's that counts. Fun. It's the thought that counts. And so, uh, sometimes I don't have many of them. <laughs> if you're hearing this sound, that means you've made it to the end of the episode. Congratulations or commiserations. It's up to you to decide. We'd love to hear your thoughts on today's subject, so let us know on Twitter at Dissident Waves, and we'll share it on our next episode. If you'd like to see me playing some of these games before we have a chance to review them, you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash dissidentnave. And please check out my other podcast, The Tepid Take. Until next time, see ya! Oh, it's for real. Like, I know... Oh my god.